0: Nikki Boom goes the dynamite. It's Amigos, episode 340. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Amigos. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today, Aaron, we're going to be talking about Nikki Boom. Oh, all right. Now, Aaron, I know that you were you, you sort of got up to some stuff when you were a kid. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? You were a mischievous lad. I was. I was a good boy, there, Luke. (laughs) I can see. I've had this
1: conversation with Luke. I just took right out. I was a good boy, Boat. Why do you say that? Well,
0: did you ever do the old cherry bomb and the toilet routine?
1: No, no. I would be. Oh
0: God, where would I do it at? I'd get murdered in middle school. Are you crazy? No way. No, no. What about the old room and candle uh, firefight?
1: Yes, well, I, you know, I had a this was I wasn't very young when this happened. My mom and dad left town for a you know like a trip. Mm-hmm. You know that sticks. So I was party time over at Chateau de A. Right. This is because now that's my house, mm-hmm. and so I had a bunch of people over, and there was some uh, inebriation. Right. And uh, not me. I was too nervous to get inebriated, sure. but I, that didn't stop from going out with Roman candles and shooting them like bazookas into the woods and setting the woods on fire. Thank God that it started to rain because
0: I was getting panicky. So yes, I have done that.
1: Now, have you ever had
0: any direct experience with any sort of high explosive?
1: Yes, yes, I have. I told you about the time we made the pipe bombs and we did that. Oh yeah, anarchist uh, cookbook. Yeah, yeah. The also the uh, the, the delay that was the chud, oh, okay. but yeah, chud. He was the original Nikki Boom, chud, Chudley Boom. <laughs> but I didn't do it. You know, you know, I don't like explosives. They were loud and dangerous. I knew a guy at Lexworth that blew off his hand with fireworks. Dave, Dave. Dave with the hook hand. He was a good guy, but he was missing a hand. Yeah. He was a technician, too. Not good no, when that happens. No. Uh, he, he, was, he was screwing with fireworks, and they blew up, and they took off his hand. So oh, I knew gosh. right there. I'm like, well, I think that's the end of that. Yeah. Now, the Brent He's Nicky Boom. He yeah. blows up stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. He loves them, yeah. not me.
0: There's a, quite a history of him putting on a uh, show in his uh, on his front driveway. Yeah. Involving ladders and setting the mailbox on fire sometimes. Just and, physically destroying that mailbox. Yeah. That thing was tattered. Yeah. What
1: about you? Did you do a lot of I, I can't imagine that a, a lad like yourself would play around with explosives. Well,
0: you know, I never had access to anything. My parents That's would good. never buy me anything that was explosive. Um, I did go through a, a, a series of times where I would I would play this game where my parents would be watching TV and I'd come down the stairs and my the, my living room is, is sunk down. It's like it's on a lower level. And then the kitchen is like on a it's a it's a weird house. That yeah, I grew up yeah. in, OK, so anyway, I would sneak downstairs and I would take a Kleenex and I would light it and then I would let it burn and then I would throw it in the sink. Okay, that's your game. And I would do this over and over again. And I was like I was like I was getting one over on my parents because they couldn't see me doing it. Okay. And then one time I dropped the tissue (laughs) and it lit the and it melted the linoleum Uh floor. And then that was the end of it. So did
1: you tell them what you'd done? I never said a word about it. Did they know did they come in and say, Oh, wonder how this linoleum got melted? (laughs) They did.
0: They they knew it was me. How noticeable was it? It was pretty noticeable. I mean, it was it wasn't like I melted the entire floor, but there was like a hole that big. <laughs> because what do you do if there's a burning tissue burning a hole in your? Why ins- did you Linoleum? think that setting a tissue on fire was getting one over? I was, yeah, I was, I How was. How old were you? I was probably I'm 10, 11. and I just I, I did random, really weird things. That is
1: really weird yeah. and random. Yeah, and, I'm glad you didn't fool with explosives for too much given your weirdness
0: yeah i could have gone down a bad path
1: yeah yeah now i've seen other guys do the cherry bomb to the toilet gimmick Mm -hmm. i mean it it is it can do a lot of
0: damage that's you know mr fisher did that when he was a kid oh yeah yeah well you had him right i think
1: i think i think i did have him yeah back then not not smart to do that stuff but i mean it's school people did a lot of violent crap back in the day it was a lot easier to do it too yeah because people used to all the time at school when i was there bring fireworks and Cherry bombs and knives and guns mm-hmm. and whatever they want. No one, no, no one cared at yeah, the
0: time. It's a different world now. Can you imagine taking
1: a cherry bomb into a school now and getting caught? Well, you'd they put you under the jail. Yeah, you. That would be the last time you walked through the doors of that school. I right? watched For the sure. video the other day where they went to the school. I guess that this girl had gotten in a fight with her teacher and shoved her a couple of times. They called the cops and they had the cops cuff and stuff this kid. The kid was an eight year old girl. Really? Wow. So and she pushed the teacher. <laughs> Yeah. Man, I'm well, glad I'm out of school, dude. Holy a smokes. a scary
0: place. Well, Aaron, I'll tell you what's, a, what's a, not a scary place. That's the world of Amiga News. Let's dive right in, man.
2: Amiga News.
0: Now, Aaron, the first big, big story is there is a new issue available right now of Amiga Addict oh, Magazine. Okay, this is issue ten, big issue ten, Aaron. i want to just give you a rundown of some stuff that's included. All in right, here, give me okay? a rundown, man. So you've got a, this is a magazine with reviews of other magazines. Oh, okay. Man. There's a massive seven-page rundown on uh, all of the Amiga Festive magazines, including Amiga Format, Amiga Action, and the one. Really? Okay. We need to we need to read this article so maybe we can figure out what's going on with these crazy magazines. Yeah, they did yeah. a bunch of wacky stuff back. They in the did. Day. This is also the Cinemaware Games Special Edition, Aaron. Yeah, Cinemaware, one of your favorite companies. Man, checks in the mail. There's a new Amiga Addict Stream arcade tournament going down. The details can be found in the magazine. you ever use that Antstream? No. No, I mean, I, I think I've loaded it up a couple times, but uh, it seems like something that's built yep. for me, and I always just kind of forget about it.
1: I like the leaderboard aspect. Mm-hmm. I wish they had some, like, Oh, op play stuff built, if they like build, Amiga yeah. Live does. If they build
0: that into it, I'm yeah. going to be on there all the time. Yeah, that'd be for great. Sure. I'd pay the money. So anyway, where can you get this magazine, Aaron? Amiga-Addict.com. Four pounds fifty gets you out the door with the latest edition. Of course, you can order both the physical copy or the digital copy. You can get back issues. You can get merchandise. There's really nice Amiga Addict mugs. It's all run by a lot of the people that are watching this show right now pixels at dawn i but he claims to be like the proofread or something low-level listen he's the guy really turning the screws on this thing
1: <laughs> pixels he's, is. yeah
0: he's the guy that gets the issues out the door jonah is like the figurehead you know yeah. he's like the ceo yeah but pixels is the one that's really putting all the midnight oil into this thing
1: i can picture like rows of writers right and they're like aligned up like in rows, yeah, right? and the road yeah like,
0: and pixels is
1: behind him, shirtless <laughs> in a turban with a bullwhip and while they're riding he's hitting them and then serenading them yeah, at the same time that's, that's right. the way he does that's it. what he does or maybe that's just a fantasy of
0: mine i'm not sure so make sure and check out the latest issue of amiga addict amiga dash addict dot yeah. and we do thank amiga addict for being a sponsor of the amigos podcast thank you all right aaron now we were just talking about this on Ask the Amigos. What would you do if you could make a new version of Lemmings? Now, this isn't a new version of Lemmings, but this is a 30th anniversary retrospective documentary on the history of Lemmings. I tell you oh, what, Aaron, yes. These videos come out, and these are like they've got opening credits and stuff. This is like a legitimate <laughs> Wow, thing. opening credits and opening everything credits. So, listen, we don't have opening credits. We don't have it because would you take credit for this? No. <laughs> so, you know, this kind of reminds me, I haven't watched all of this yet, but this reminds me a lot of the original uh, Monkey Island. Is that Blood Money? Yeah. What are we doing here? Blood Money. It's like, here's a crap game. No,
1: because Blood Money, was the, it was natural. Don't you remember the whole story? How First, they were, there was Menace.
0: No, but there
1: were. But, I mean, that's how they, the livings came from, like, different stuff from different games. It was, yeah, it was, Walker. Yeah, but I'm saying that's where they, they it all, it's a bridge town. It all congealed, yeah.
0: And blood money's the key. Right. And so um, this is very similar to the excellent documentary that came out on Monkey Island last year, which I believe was last year was the 30th anniversary of Monkey Island, where they interview a lot of the main players. Of course, most of them are still with us. And uh, examine the impact of the series on gaming culture at large. So uh, this is a great video. Like I said, I haven't finished it yet, but what I've seen it's really good. You should definitely check it out. It comes to us. From YouTuber Exient.
1: Excient. You no,
0: know, it's funny. You someone recommended that I watch this, and
1: I wanted to watch it, and I planned to watch it, but I forgot what it was, and so I just made up what I thought it was, and it wasn't this. So now I can. This is good for me because that means I can go back later and watch watch cool Lemming stuff. Hey, Lemming's awesome. That's a game that went everywhere and deserved all the credit it got.
0: Right. Top shelf game. Right, love it. Now, Aaron, our next story is about a new release of AmiKit. Yeah. Okay. AmiKit uh, is an implementation. You know, there's there's lots of ways that you can get your Amiga experience on. And this is a this is sort of a full blown implementation, desktop implementation, of Amiga OS 3.9. OK, yeah, they uh, have just released. They've just released. They've just released uh, this is a Ami- Kit XE uh, 11.6 has been released. This is I'm sorry. This is a pre-configured Amiga OS 3.1, 3.1. You don't want to get these numbers wrong. Man, I was going to say you mean. lost me way back. OK, and what this is, is it's basically it's got everything that you need to get going. So, uh, you now this is a paid product. I believe it's something like twenty bucks or something like that. Yeah. But it gets you every you know if you want a plug and play solution and you're interested in exploring more than just playing old Amiga games and stuff like that, but seeing what three point one has to offer. You don't want to futz about with the installation and all that stuff. Yeah. You can do worse than AmiKit. Everyone but us. Everybody but us. You know, I will say early in the day, here was
1: a young boat and and a young Aaron. We were new to the scene, back coming back in, Amy Kit was a good help for ours mm-hmm. uh, for the older version. It's a very it's a very cleverly done uh it's like someone took and really juiced up a version of Amiga that you well past what me and you could do. Yeah. So if you need some juiced up action, this isn't the worst idea. You give this thing a whirl. That's right. And the desktop looks very slick. It's yeah. very, now, very... I, have, I will say it's been a couple versions back since I fooled it. One of these, but I may have to give this a whirl. Yeah, I like to keep up on it.
0: You can see that's why I do nothing about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, Aaron, this next story yeah. is one that you specifically requested. We talk about on the show, so I'm going to let you handle this. Well,
1: you know, I like to fill in. I like to put stuff in that's not the least bit Amiga related. <laughs> if anyone's ever heard of a guy, uh, the Daily Woo. Is this that carpet bagger guy? No, this is a friend of the carpet baggers. But he, I was, I, I don't know where I read this. I don't know where I saw this. But this is there's a this is a huge arcade in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Not too far away from Not us. too far away. By the way, midway to the beach, I mm-hmm. might add. And so the guy's got like a hundred and seventy some games. And this is I thought was real clever. Okay. So picture that you're picture you're some sort of geek.
0: Okay. And that you I, you've I got, don't have to picture. It. And picture I am you've that.
1: got own arcade and pinball machines. Yes. Okay. Now, you could say, Well, I've got a couple of these. I better quit now. Mm-hmm. Or You could go absolutely bonkers and fill up every conceivable part of your home with these things, okay? So then you've got a full home. What do you do, right? Well, what this guy did, he was like, you know what? I'm going to open the arcade up once a month to people to come in and play games, just like a regular business. I'm going to open my arcade up to birthday parties and gatherings. Pretty smart. yeah. But the best bit of this whole thing is this dude started a bread and be- uh, bed and breakfast. And, oh, okay. uh, and so when you go up the stairs in his arcade, up the stairs here is uh, the actual bed and breakfast. And he's got every conceivable console like wow. up against the wall. Like he says, he's got every console from up to
0: CDs. Okay, okay. That's his claim.
1: Now, I I didn't see him all there, but he also goes in this back room where he's got more stuff. And he's got the couch, is in like stadium seating and so when you so you can have two sets of buddies, and you're all playing the game. You can and you, you've got the all night. This is your room. That's awesome. So this is where That's you can hook up cool. all the consoles. It's got all the cartridges, all the joysticks. I like that clock with the drinking. Everything guy. in here, it's everything in here is from '84. Okay. So was, the beds. The TV, everything, supposedly off of the year. that well, you know about my love,
0: 1984, I believe it was the peak year for arcade gaming. So this guy is, me and him are on the Which same page. Which is table.
1: funny because it's the year after arcades went off the cliff in America, or home videos. Home and home arcades, video that, dude, they weren't doing too good either. But yeah, this guy is uh, available. He's uh, available to take bookings. There's the beds. Look at oh, that boat. Yeah. And you can see he's got the all the posters. You, uh, on the desk, there's like Tiger Beat and. Just, <laughs> I got to give the guy credit. And I thought to myself, this guy's thinking outside the box. He took his awesome collection, and and made it. He's trying to pay it back. By the way, look at that. Yeah. Stunt Cycle yeah. by Atari. You know that's awesome. There's a lot of real unusual stuff in this guy's well, collection. Well,
0: you know, Aaron, you're pretty close to being an empty nester yourself. A couple more years, a You're gonna be. You're gonna be another decade. you will be out the, out the door. Of here. Yeah. So, would you ever consider perhaps doing the same thing with your own residence? Well, creating an Airbnb with all I, of your
1: collections? I couldn't because I don't, this guy's got a much bigger place than I've got. Uh, but I can see if, I mean, and also there's no way you could collect this many games now. That's true. The would cheap. Cost you a minute, yeah. He's probably been collecting these things forever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but it's a good idea. And I can guarantee you this guy's going to be booked up full life. Mm-hmm. I want to go there. And I've played the majority of these games. He's got a very expansive. Now, collection. do you get
0: access when you stay at this place? Do you get access to the arcade? Look at that, part our of the house? computer space, Did right? You see that? Oh yeah, I love that. So
1: you get three hours in the arcade to go along with your bread and and, and okay breakfasty. You get, of course, you're in the room, so all the console stuff. You got unlimited all time night, with that, yeah. so
0: yeah. Okay, three hours. I could, I mean, three hours. Three is hours is a little,
1: a little low for me. I would say double that. I'd be a lot happier because uh, I mean he's got so many games that you
0: haven't seen ever. And by the way, everything works. You could so. probably work an angle. If you said, listen, I,
1: I think so. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if I say, like, i put you on the show.
0: Right, right. You
1: know, that could be what Adam the Woo did. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in this, uh, the link's up on the show notes, or you can just look up the Daily Woo, uh, Adam the Woo's channel on uh, YouTube. I just thought it was interesting, uh, the fact that he's got all those consoles and all these arcade machines. Man, it's my own heart. And I like the fact that he's turning and made, going to the money
0: bank. Yeah. There yeah. you go, Boat. All right, Aaron, our final story this week. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about this, but we haven't actually covered it on the show yet. Uh, Castlevania for the Amiga, of course, already exists. Oh man, but, that was
1: oh no, but that was horrible.
0: The uh, well, a lot of people think that the uh, the Castlevania game that originally came out, I believe, was on like the Turbo graphics or something like that. Uh, this I is thought the, it was on, like the MX, they're MSX, yeah, maybe, MSX. yeah, this, the Rondo of Blood, sort of like uh, the, the uh, Metal Gear, right? Right, right. A lot of people think this was the pinnacle of the uh, the early Castlevania games, not the Symphony of the Night and later, but the early ones. Yeah. And guess what, Aaron? It's coming home to the Amiga. It, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this exactly right. Akamajo. Dracula A.G.A. is the full name of this game. It's hard to believe that you spent time in Japan. <laughs> Listen, I what was did you do over language. there? You weren't teaching Japanese, were you? <laughs> no, no. Uh, so anyway, you can check this out. Saberman, of course, has the full video. I believe Amiga Bill did this on a recent stream as well. This looks amazing. This, of course, puts the uh, actual Castlevania for uh, the Amiga to shame. Oh, uh, I can't wait for this thing to come out because I've never played this and I've heard nothing but good things about it. You know, the MSX version. It may, you may have be sixty-eight thousand uh, pixels as so it can be. Oh, 60, it's one of those Sharp X sixty-eight thousand. Thank you. Pixel. Yeah, one of Appreciate those two. It. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: This looks just the, the opening looks a million times better. That was a Oh man, we had to play
0: that game. Oh mm. man. That, that was, was ring really one of our spectaculars. Where we're that was six uh, to eight thousand. That
1: and Thunder were two of the worst games we ever played of that genre. Mm. You know, bad, bad. That looks good though, Boat. I, listen, after the uh, DJ Hoffman's uh, uh, turn, mm-hmm. listen, I've got new faith. And I will say this uh, Amiga Jam 2022 or wherever that is, I looked at the contenders in this thing. Man, you get some good stuff in there. I mean, there's a lot of people bringing the, the, the hot commodities They're bringing over. their A game. That's and so, this, sure. yeah, this does look really good, Boat. Good call on that. I had not heard about that. It's a very
0: interesting, Boat. And that's going to do it for this week's Amiga News. Now, we should probably take a moment to talk about Retro Rewind, Aaron. Mm. So, we're going to break it down for you. Are you into Commodore? Are you into Amiga? Mm-hmm. Are you even into the Tandy Color Computer? Of course. If you have issues with your computer if it's not working just right listen there's a place you can send it if you don't have the skills to get it taken care of and that's Up they, north. they offer a full slate of repair services from you know the, and this is this is not some guy in his basement with a 9 dollar radio shack soldering iron <laughs> that guy is me that's him okay. <laughs> i was going to say <laughs> Frank uh, Frank, and his team over at Retro Rewind, they have industry-leading technology. They've paid big, big bucks for this stuff, and they've got decades of experience using it to make sure that whatever you send them, they're going to be able to turn around and yeah. give you the system that you want with all the upgrades that you might desire. Now, if you are a good hand at this stuff, they also offer a full range of cap kits, uh, EPROMs, diagnostic tools. You can do it yourself. And... You can do it on the cheap because all of their stuff, it's almost a crime how cheap their stuff is, Aaron. You know, it's funny. I was watching a
1: 48K stream at night. He was, guess what he was doing? Bam, recapping a Tandy Color Computer 3. Really? All right. Frank was in the chat and was helping him along. Well, it was a beautiful thing to see this. A full recapping that occurred. He turned that sucker over, fired that sucker up, bang. Awesome. Good to go. That's awesome. That's so, so that's a kind of a, that's the kind of man Frank is. He tuned in just to help this guy. There's out.
0: no there's no better guy in the biz than Frank from Retro Rewind. I mean, he he truly cares about not make not just making money, but helping people along the way and just promoting, you know, these all you know the, the whole scene, as it were. Yeah. So retrorewind.ca for all your classic computer needs. Use the promo code Amigos10 at checkout. Save yourself ten percent off any order. We do appreciate Frank and his team at Retro Rewind for sponsoring this episode of Amiga.
1: Thank you, Frank.
0: You ready to make the dynamite happen? Aaron? Let's get
1: in. Let's, let's get in here, Bo. Let's, let's get in this it. thing. Bam! So this week we looked at yet another game I've never heard of on we'll <laughs> <we'll laughs> the Amiga. You ever heard of this one? Never. The old Nicky Boom. It's funny. I, I was nosing around to find information on this. And there's a listing on Hall of White for uh, this game comes with their two names, Nikki Boom or Nikki Boom. I guess I'm assuming that's like a German. That's Admiral Boom. Oh, is that? That's the, uh, that's that's the old that's Dick that. Van Dyke. <laughs> Man, you're old. Good Lord. I thought I was old. <laughs> this bad boy uh, came out in year 92. One big disc. Uh, published by uh, Merkel. Uh, was that Mick Royds? I think, think
0: it's pronounced Angela
1: Merkel. <laughs> Is that what it's yeah. Mick Royds? Now, and, now, some people have Mick Royds as the developer, but, I mean, the people behind Mick is There's one guy. It's, well, no, it's, no, it's more than one guy. So the game was designed, uh, and I'm going to give this a shot, by Domenico Manfredi. Okay. That's a great name. That is a good heart. name. He he sounds like a bugle horn player from the 70s. <laughs> like Tuckman's Union. Yeah. And uh, his uh, co-designer was Alan Lambin. Uh Domenico also was the coder for this. He's worked on uh, Indigo, Recovery, Safari Guns, Safale, uh, and Wildlife. Uh, uh, Alan Lambin also did the graphics in this. This is basically a two-man job. Uh, he had worked on Recovery and Sofali, and he also provided the music in this thing. It's an ECS-OCS joint uh, boat. And what you've got here, well, let's just I want to talk about this just from Jump Street, okay? okay? Because to experience Nicky Boom, you've got to start all the way back at the beginning with the Nicky Boom loading screens. Now, I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of stupid stuff on the Amiga—dumb looking, unappealing. You name it, I've seen it. This has got to be, without doubt, one of the stupidest. Most unappealing opening screens in the history of man. A dopey geek with a boat paint three D level uh, logo on it. What did you
0: make of this boat? Well, okay, let's let's talk about Nikki. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> I got to hear this. There's nothing wrong with having a child as your uh, as your protagonist. Okay, <laughs> even that.
1: I'm, go ahead.
0: Okay. So I don't think there's anything wrong with having some percentages, right. okay? And if you want to have this is the old Hansel and Gretel thing, right? Yeah. Lost in the forest, all that stuff. Yeah. Sort of fantasy land. Yeah. Okay. Why do you need to give the kid a pot belly? <laughs> What's what, the deal with that? Listen, this kid's
1: obnoxious. He's got a dumb look on his face. He's loud. He makes weird noise. And he's got a he's got a, the big gut stick They he is stupid. I where's my check? They're stealing my gimmick here with this kid. Listen, in, in the realm, we have covered some of the stupidest mascots in the history of gaming on, with, on the Amiga. But in the realm of stupid mascots, this man... This well, is the crown prince of stupid. We should talk
0: about the difference between Nikki as he appears in the in the title screen and yeah. Nikki as he appears in the game. Yeah, they're not that much different. They're, you're insane. Well, a little bit. You're insane. The hair colors There has nev- never been a greater disparity between how a character appeal- appears in a title okay, screen. Okay, go ahead.
1: I want to hear what okay. you're to
0: say. Okay. okay. Nikki appears to be some sort of a demented clown <laughs> with a pot belly yes. and a comb over. Yeah. Oh, or just okay. That, yeah, oh, that so kind of haircut. Compare yeah, that, haircut. that. We're going back. If you're watching the video version right now, we're going back to the title screen. He looks nothing like that. He looks nothing like that. Listen, if you took the clown makeup off, <laughs> that's
1: what that's his author you ego. Know, and I'll
0: tell you something. Nikki Boom, as a character, is animated quite well. There are lots of little touches that they put into his character. For example, oh, yeah. as he walks, his head will move from side to side. You know, like normal people do when they walk. How could you get anywhere? (laughs) Yeah. So he's hopping and bopping. The problem is, is that I don't know if they just tried to make like the too many sprites in the screen, but his face is awfully distorted. He looks like he looks like a camera, you know, like he looks like he was created in a laboratory. It's not a good look. And it's not something that you want to be staring at, which you will be staring at constantly because you are Nicky Boone. Listen, you're being too easy on this kid. This kid is looks stupid. He
1: looks I'm not saying he doesn't look I'm stupid. I'm begging to meet uh, Dominica or one of these guys, the developers, who thought to themselves, listen, we're gonna make a high-level platformer. What kind of character would appeal to the masses? How about a fat doofus with a dumb haircut who shakes his head around like a like a like a giraffe or something? How about that? That'll work. What are people thinking when they make this stuff?
0: Well, here's what I think. Oh, here we go. Okay. Yeah. I think that the the programmers of this game were very skilled and they had an idea of what kind of a game they wanted to make. Okay. Yeah. When it then they're like, now we've made the game. What are we gonna do with what are we gonna do with the, the lead character? And they just decided to say, okay, oh, they just decided to ask maybe people in their family. They're like, we're making a video game. <laughs> and they're like Cute kids, cute kid gets lost. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Oh yeah, and then maybe somebody said, "What about a clown?" Yeah, and they said, "Well, what if you put them together, cute kid and clown?" I think
1: more. I see. I think you're onto something, but I'm thinking someone said, "You know, what would the love child of Donald Trump and Mister Do look like?" Yes, and it would look like this little. His freak. hair
0: is very Trumpian. In <laughs> it character. is very Trumpian, yeah. and he's got that dumb look on his face. Mm-hmm.
1: I guess what we're saying after 10 minutes, we don't like the lead character in no. Nicky Boom. Nicky Boom,
0: no good. Horrible. Yeah. We need a t-shirt, and it's just a panting of crap characters. Yeah. And, and, then, and, and then and then, only Amiga makes it yeah. possible.
1: <laughs> That's yeah. right. Because this didn't appear. Well, actually, it did appear somewhere else. But, man. So, with all that said, he's a dumb-looking guy. By the way, he wiggles his honey when he climbs ladders. ladder. Yeah, he he does.
0: I do that, too, though. You,
1: listen, you would never get up that ladder. You'd be dead on arrival. Uh... So this is, like we mentioned, a platform game. Now, uh, we've put a lot of platformers on here, and this is, I would say this is in much the vein of some of them. Uh, This is Up for Jump, your favorite. Uh, The button fires... Well, I mean, it fires different stuff as you get to the game, but for, at the beginning, it fires apple cores. Your main
0: your main offensive weapon is jumping on enemies, Mario style, yeah. or throwing apple cores. I will say, I, just right out of the gate, I did appreciate the fact that you had two means of attack. Yeah. That was refreshing. I didn't discover that you could jump on, I assumed that you were not able to jump on enemies, because there's very few Amiga games where you can do that. Yeah, it, it, it struck me as
1: odd, yeah. and I was happy. Yeah. Another thing that this guy can do that most of the Amiga characters and platforms can't do is mass violence with explosives. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you pick them up, you could have little bombs or just bombs and then you can have super bombs. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're like me, uh, I knew these bombs existed, but I didn't know how to make them work. So for the first 20 minutes of playing this game, there was a part where I couldn't get
0: past it because I didn't know what I was doing. But actually the, system to use the bombs is quite seen yeah. what's an effect so you've got you've got your mega bomb which is up and button yeah you've got your lesser bomb which is down and button. yeah why can every game not use this don't Nobody know knows. let me ask you what did you think of the up for jump in this it wasn't too bad it's not bad it's not bad
1: so listen i think we're on the same page let's go ahead and say it nikki bomb nikki bomb has a dumb name he looks like a dork okay and he has a look on his face like an idiot. Mm-hmm. But this isn't bad. This is not a bad game. In this fact, is not a bad game. there were parts of it I liked. Uh, they, I, now, this is your typical game. You go around the level, these huge levels, mm-hmm. and you kill stuff. But unlike a lot of other games, you just go to the end of the level. I mean, for the most part, well, you have to. There are, they've got the level structure to where you're going to have to go all over to get the stuff you need sometimes. But, I mean, it's not like Zool or something. And also the collectibles serve a purpose because they're in places sometimes that are hard to get. You've got to have bombs to get them or whatnot. And so it makes you want to look around and actually makes you want to
0: sort of try to get them. Novel. I kind of like that. What about you? There's there's lots to like in this game. Okay. So this is this is get into it, bo. This is your uh this is your stereotypical Euro style platformer for a 16 bit computer. Yeah but everything is done well minus the main character yeah okay nikki boom he does not have variable height jump they hadn't figured out how to do that in europe even by 1992 okay but you take that for what it is nikki boom can fire when he's on a ladder nikki boom can duck nikki boom can duck and fire You'd think that these would be the most rudimentary concepts in platform gaming, but by 1992, most European platform developers had not figured out how to do this. Yes. Okay. Correct. Colorful. Not garish. No. Colorful. Plenty of colors. The collectibles, there's too many collectibles, and it's all score-based. There's not enough health pickups. In fact, I don't think there are any health pickups in this game. Uh, You can get extra lives. You can get a bomb. you can collect bombs, you can collect score, you can collect a piece of wood that allows you to fire wood. But I wish that this game had a health pickups. So that's one of the few complaints.
1: I It wasn't too long into this before I turned on health. Okay, so, I never I, I
0: never cheated with this because oh I had. Oh boy, fun. I did. I cheated. Um, this is a game. To me, this is good. You're this is this this oh, may sound like You're not gonna not gonna use I'm, it. I'm going You're not gonna there. break it out, are you? I'm going there. Don't say it. This is better than Lionheart. Oh no! This is way better. I thought you were going to break out with the old. This is the best platform game no, with the Amiga. No, I not, heck no! But this is a better game than Lionheart. If you could put Lionheart in this game instead of Nikki Boom and give him a, a dagger to throw instead of those dumb apple cores, this would be the ultimate Euro platform. That's game not the. Diego. That's not the way Lionheart rolls. No, this is this isn't that clever, but it,
1: it's close. I will. I mean, I listen. I'm not going to completely poo-poo you here, and I'll tell you why. This game, I was, man, did I want to hate this. Oh, man. (laughs) I was just, I was wringing my hands. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. I'm going to kill this sucker just like that caveman teenager. Yeah. I'm going to break this sucker. But then I started playing the game, and the dynamite aspect of the game is fun. Blowing up. There are parts, again, that you have to get through by having the explosives. You need to blow up certain things. It works. Collecting goodies that you can't get to with by blowing stuff up, they'll just fall down. Mm-hmm. It's cool.
0: Yeah. They've put hidden areas in this. They're mm-hmm. actually fun. And one of the coolest, the, the, actually the coolest thing that I discovered, because I was like, okay, you pick up this log and you're like throwing this wood around. You're like, what yeah. am I doing with yeah. this? And then all of a sudden you, you come up to this place where there's a bridge. And I didn't, and I didn't put two and two together, but I just happened to just throw a piece of log out there, and boom, it built a bridge. It's yeah. like love, yeah. Okay, it's- and and so I was building bridges, <laughs> and it was amazing. Like that's such a cool mechanic. Why don't more games do that? That's awesome. That's there, something I've never seen before. You know, before we get too deep, we
1: uh, just to back up for one moment here. There are two things we should get into. First of all, what what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Let's get in a little okay. bit of the backstory. Is not huge, so I'm going to read it. Uh, a little synopsis here. Uh, little Nikki's grandfather was kidnapped by the cruel Zoldrain the Sorceress, and you you're on a journey to defeat the witch, save the old man, and get this potion. You know, it's that kind of shtick. Okay, you've got it's an eight level game. It's got passwords for each level. Okay, I tried every level, and I completed several of the levels. There were a couple I couldn't quite uh, complete uh and uh uh, they are not they didn't reinvent the wheel here let's not get too crazy there's uh, levels underground there's levels above ground there's ice levels there's levels in water you know uh and uh but they are varied they have varied enemies there's a goodly amount of different enemies in this you know and they change as you go through the game like at first they're pretty generic <clears throat> then you'll get the enemies that when you kill them, they'll bust into smaller enemies. Then you get to a point where you kill them, they bust into smaller enemies that shoot. You also got, like, like basically walk, things that walk around nonstop shooting. You know, plants and little volcanoes and stuff. That adds an element to it. They did a good job. I can't believe I'm going to say this. They did it. The level design this isn't just random. Right. Like, they actually put a lot of thought into this. Right. And... I'm, what I mean by that is they know... Like there, I came to a point where you had to jump across this real difficult spot. Okay? And every time I jumped, I would fall... I would hit my head on the roof and fall to my death. Mm-hmm. Okay? Well, I could, I was like, this is impossible. It reminded me of that bit in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the right. NES. Yeah, I know
0: what you're talking about. And
1: lo and behold, I just walked off the end of it. There's an invisible platform there. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, Sometimes they get too cute for their own good. Sometimes there are there are plenty of blind deaths in oh, this. Yeah.
0: There are plenty of areas where, like there, there's there's areas where you'll be descending a ladder, and underneath the ladder there will be there will be water, pool of water. water. a pool of water, and yeah. you just drop right in. And
1: it's as big as the ladder. Yeah. And sometimes there, the game plays with the mechanics of the graphics, and this, so like there'll be areas that have a log across the gap. You can jump up and go across the log by jumping on the log, but if you just keep walking forward, you won't get on the log. right. And underneath that may be another level, which mm-hmm. is all fine and good until you get to the very bottom where it's just water, right. And, and you've bad. got no way to know. Mm-hmm. So there were parts of it you needed to be able to look up and down for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it wasn't perfect, like I said, but it did lots of things that it got, if we had this games, a, a decent life bar, mm-hmm. a generous one, right a when you die it puts you right back where you're at yes. the enemies don't respawn after you clear an area for the most part with some exceptions uh the uh, uh they there's a goodly amount of like uh, uh there's pl- enough bombs and stuff to where you can you're not totally screwed at least the parts i played i in the like one of the levels i beat was like the 7th level so i mean i moved back and forth to the mm-hmm. game these are the little touches we always complain about. No one wants to replay parts of the level. No one wants to re-clear
0: enemies. Right. The enemies... Like, this game doesn't they start don't. off rock hard. You've got a chance to go pretty right. far. The enemies don't infinitely spawn in this game. When you kill them, you kill them. Right. Uh, this game does so many things right. Like you said, you, you respawn directly from where you left off. Oh, man, it's a huge deal. The... Uh, Graham says the candy is a health yeah, pickup. Yeah, that's right. But I don't know if my game was buggy or what. But I picked up tons of candy. I picked up sandwiches. None of that stuff affected my health. I, bar. Che- I cheated a lot, so okay. I, I, I'm, I'm not the best man to ask. But um, but the I love. I mean, here, my big problems with this game are one, the levels are too long. Of course. That's that's my complaint with the genre. Number two, when you finally beat the first level, the second level is exactly the same as the first level. Yeah, they, they should have mixed it up because later on in the game you do get varied yeah, things. Yeah. They should have made level two different than level one. And you could have returned to this if you wanted to again. Yeah. But it just sucked to be like, oh man, because I beat it without cheating. I beat level one without cheating. Yeah. And I was like, yes, Me man, too. I'm the freaking I, did, man. I did do that. Yeah. Okay. And then when you start level two and it's the same music and the same background, it's it was very defeating. Now, this game does have music and sound effects. The music's pretty
1: good. Pretty good. The sound effects range from tolerable to stick screwdrivers in my Did you ears. ever
0: figure out what he says?
1: I've got no he makes a little noise. He reminds me of like a, a an inarticulate Popeye. He just says this weird <laughs>
0: stuff. You're like, what's going on here? Because when you pick up something, he does say a uh-huh. word, but I don't think it's an English it word. It almost it sounds like he's saying like a Jewish word. Like like uh like bar
2: mitzvah,
1: that's in Lahaya. That's exactly was like what is he? I couldn't figure it out. I don't know what like Anything having to do with the actual character, it's crap. Yeah, the noises he makes, the way he looks, it's no good. I'm begging someone. This worked on the last show, so I'm gonna try it again. Get into this game with your programming skills and just take this kid out. Right. Just, re, just put, anything in, put yeah. anything in there. Right. Swap. Put anything in there. It's better. Put a little kid, put a boat in there. It'd be perfect. Put him in there. Get some quotes from the show. You're good to go. The 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 weapon you've got. You're thinking yourself apple cores. Yes, it's dumb, okay, but it's a good weapon. It arcs. Uh, you can use it to kill stuff. You can use it to dig through stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the digging. I love the digging. I love it. I mm-hmm. also like the explosions underground mm-hmm. that clear stuff out. Yeah. And also, what's another thing I like about this game, and a lot of games that are good do this, you'll see areas that you can't get to, but you'll know they're there. You mentally, mm-hmm. you put them in here. Yeah. yeah I, you, So you can get back to them. There's all kinds of hidden areas. There's also areas where they teleport you. Mm -hmm. At first, you just sort of get teleported like little bonus areas. But later on in the game, you get teleported around the zone. There's these weird orbs that if you blow them up, like a ladder will shoot out Mm -hmm. of them and they'll get you to different parts of the level, which I like. Yeah. I thought the music, uh, you, this was some fear level music, but yeah. I, thought it, I thought it was good Well, music. I thought, yeah,
0: I thought this music, and this music, I feel like, is the music that you should be making on the Amiga. It had that Amiga sound. It did. It wasn't just something that somebody threw together in a tracker yeah. in two minutes. Like, this was a composed piece of music.
1: Yeah, it was good. I, I don't know. I mean, I think it, was, it wasn't, It was like, super awesome, but I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. I didn't get frustrated when I was playing this. Now, you're going to get the point where you can't figure out how to get out of there. I will say there were some, I mean, again, we've had negative and positive in get fact, it,
0: where he is right now on the level, I think is where I, one of the places where I got. Stuck.
1: Yeah, this I remember so, that. Part. Yeah, like
0: uh, there are parts where, you, like, you can get invulnerability, uh, and but you can actually get
1: trapped, and I did this a bunch of times where you're just invulnerable and you're waiting for the invulnerability while, where else you could die. One of those because you're in a spot you can't get out of. Yeah. So there are spots you can't get out of that will crop up, uh, but the enemies are cool looking. They're big. They're they're. They're fun. It's a fun game. I mean, they've got a good vibe mm-hmm. here. Yeah. You know, it's just that they didn't. This is close. I will say, we do a lot of these games that are close, but they don't get the job done. This one's super close. This one's this one's good enough to where you can play it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can play this one as long as you turn off the
0: geek. Mm-hmm. I wish they just had a mode in the trainer. Turn off the geek. Turn off
1: the geek. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. Eight levels, and these are big levels. So mm-hmm. you're not going to buzz through this in 15 minutes, right? This is a monster game. It does have. I did watch the ending. Did you see the ending of it? Lame. Well, I mean, we've seen much worse, right? Right. You know, uh, so it could have been you worse. Know,
0: I keep thinking about what Flack said about the pawn, and I, I, am sticking with my my theory. Switching games on the fly. That, that, like, how great would it be if, like, you start? Well, it's essentially the the whole concept of the new game plus, where they're like. You're granted the elixir, and the elixir cures your grandmother, but it also gives you the power to go through the game without being touched. See how fast you can make it through or something like that, you know? But, but, I mean, I think I like that concept,
1: too, but we've talked about that. So, this game got releases on uh, the Amiga, the ST. No one's quite sure where this initially initially came from. It's going to be the Amiga, the ST. Mm -hmm. I would probably say it probably was the Amiga, if I'm honest. Uh, It also got a DOS release. We'll look at it in a second. Uh, and eventually, this got released. You can play this on like the like a, the PS2, and, really? uh, and and you can on the phone. Yeah, there was a mobile version wow. of this. if You want to try it? There was also a sequel to this.
0: Yeah, Which right.
1: One of these days, we'll probably tangle yep, with. Yeah. My it looks God, good.
0: it looks good. Does it? We saw a little glimpse of what I had the wrong
1: screenshot. Nikki,
0: out, Nikki, definitely. It's an improvement on his character.
1: I, you know what I would have done? Because here's a kid. You could have kept the kid element, but here's a kid that shoots, di- has dynamite and stuff. Mm-hmm. Give him crazy hair right. and make him look like insane. Right. This looks, there's insane fun, and then there's insane creepy. Mm-hmm. This one's creepy. Oh, yeah. It's we want a fun creepy. one.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and also, put this kid on a diet. I don't, I'm, why do you think I'm playing these games? <laughs> so, Bocha, so this did come out on another system, on many other systems, but we took a look at one just for fun. You know, poor comparison here between the DOS version and the Amiga version. And you'll see one of the things you notice with the DOS version is the far less detailed uh, background. The Amiga has that nice evening look to mm-hmm. it that looks nice. The PC version... But it also all... doesn't
0: have smooth scrolling. Right. I was yeah. going to say
1: the PC version is a little bit jumpier. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking,
0: It's like... I, I'd imagine the ST might look more like that, too. They
1: also... The bottom is large... You know, there's less game area. Yeah, more of a hug. Which, can you imagine that? This game takes advantage of that large
0: game area because you really need it. Yeah. I mean, this you is... Know? Again, it's little things, but the fact that the character is sized appropriate relative to the environment, yeah. that's something that a ton of platformers get wrong and this game gets right. The
1: The funny thing about this game is, like I said, I played every level. I don't know if you played them all. I played them all. I, did, I watched them. I didn't play and, them and uh this game is consistent, mm-hmm. and the end of the game is pretty interesting. the The whole level is pretty neat. I mean, so they they do you fight a
0: big. There is a final battle with yeah. the wizard.
1: There also there are like sub bosses mm-hmm. that you gotta fight. Uh, it's it's very close. I mean, I like I said I think this is. I would say, from a technical standpoint, from a fun standpoint, this is one of your better you're better platform than the Amiga. I 100% agree. You have to get past the stuff we don't like. And again, there are gameplay elements that aren't perfect, Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know, eh, what are you going to do? Did you get any discord action on this? Uh, Give
0: me a second to look that up and I will check. I can
1: tell you what the magazine said before you get to it. So the people at lemon give this a 7.37, which that's, that's not the worst score.
0: I'd expect more though from, that seems low. 7.3. That's a C.
1: I'd rate this game higher than that. Um, Amiga Computing eighty two, Amiga Format eighty eight, Amiga Joker wasn't having it sixty four, Amiga Power fifty, and see you Amiga sixty five. So,
0: Amiga Power that's that is that so that, that remember that's the one that fifty is the average score.
1: Uh, and then uh, average magazine score seventy percent. I think seven out of ten is somewhere that maybe thing. seven
0: point five. I'd say I'm in that ballpark. This game is one hundred percent better than Super Frog. It's not even close. The only thing that Super Frog does better is it's a better character.
1: Well, that's not true. There's a bunch of stuff Super Frog does better.
0: Like what? Uh, Opening
1: cutscene better, character better, music better, everything better. That stuff all better. Okay, maybe. Gameplay? No. And the gameplay has its moments. You always bury Super Frog, but we've played these, we played platformers a hundred times than that. The reason why
0: is because people, when they think about platformers on the Amiga, they go immediately to Super Frog as if it's the gold standard, but it's not the gold standard. This game plays better than Super Frog. You're right. Super Frog does look better, it does have a better character, it does have better music. Yeah. What'd you get from Discord? Graham W Vebke, living legend, with us in the chat right now. He says it's only fair. I come out of review hiatus for this game. Yeah. Which I suggested to the Amigos Game Selection Committee. And I'll admit, Nikki Boom is not a game many people will remember or even know. <laughs> Burn your copies of Amiga Power for burying this game, because I hope other players get to appreciate the little plump guy and what this game offers. Games like this remind me to play other forgotten platform games like Harlequin and Odyssey instead of Boring Zool and Rick Not-So-Dangerous. Oh, Burial. burial. Yes, the title screen is bad, and the art, while bright, may not be as nice as Lionheart or Traps and Treasure. Nope. This game excels in level design, smooth scrolling, well-executed gameplay, and responsive controls. Yeah. If only all Amiga platformers were like this on those points alone. He's I, right there with us on that's that. That's right. Yeah. I find this game quite addictive, and I've played it a lot myself. The game gradually ramps up the difficulty, so a gentle start uh, after a gentle start to learn the mechanics. The first level is quite long and aims to teach almost all of these mechanics. It also shows how enemies in general act and offer some what might think are cheap deaths. <clears throat> but if you take a mindset that level one is a tutorial for the rest of the game, you're better prepared for the rest of it. That's a good point, Grant. You're right. I like the secret areas plus the items and power-ups you need to find. The levels flow well and, are u- and use well-placed enemies and obstacles to challenge you. Shoot the areas around you when you feel stuck and is often as often exposes hidden things, or maybe you need to just use the bomb you've been holding on to. The music is really pleasant and doesn't drone on. Overall, a solid platformer, well worth your time, 8 out of 10. I, can't, I don't think I disagree with a single thing he said. No, I think absolutely. it was dead on. I'd rate this an 8 out of 10, too. Uh, Pajako6502 says, A potentially fun game with too many concepts making for an incoherent game. We have two bombs, different game blocks that can be destroyed with them or sometimes with apple core projectiles. Baddies can be destroyed by shots, but not bombs or by jumping on them. Only jumping on enemies gives you score pickups. You have power-ups that just seem to end without reason, and it's not always clear what these power-ups are for. You'll find the first level really long and tough to gauge your progress, and there were some cheap deaths that seemed designed into the level, which isn't great. that's true. Generally, the game controls really well, but oddly, I found the jump laggy in some places, mainly trying to jump and run off short platforms. The graphics are nice, well animated, and the audio is good, suiting the game well. Overall, it's not terrible, but they should have simplified it down to a couple of core concepts, and it would have still worked. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Six out of ten. I will say, he brings up some good points there. Let's talk about this for a second. I will say, on the edge
1: of some platforms, this is not the easiest game for pixel-perfect jumps, yeah, yeah. okay? That's the fact. He's also not wrong about having... It's kind
0: of wacky to have the two different bombs, but you really could have got away with one bomb. Yeah. I think one bomb, a million fewer collectibles, and the the, the whole, like, yeah, I like, whenever I got Invincibility, because there's so many collectibles and they all sort of look kind of the same, yeah. I was never sure what I picked up to trigger that. And, uh, you know... At, I, yes, but I mean, I mean, in I, I, I mean, its current state, it's still five. But yeah, I, he's got a valid yeah, point. Yeah, there was, there's definitely room for improvement. Yeah, uh, Pixels at Dawn writes: Nikki is a game I never got the chance to play back in the day. I only had the sequel on a cover disc and never gave that the time it deserved. So it was great to pick this up fresh. I really enjoyed this as a platformer. It's not just a boring jump and collect. The level design uses Nikki's Apple Core attack and pickups to manipulate the landscape in a variety of ways. You always feel that sense of achievement whenever you figure out how to reveal a hidden block, smash a platform, or detonate some of the scenery. The levels are long but interesting, and it feels like an adventure to navigate without feeling labyrinthine. Labor, I'm never sure how to say that That's word. I apologize, Pix. Mazey. Mazey. And the quality <sighs> soundtrack and sound effects are top quality. You really feel like you're a little boy navigating the world when Nikki shouts, yay, on opening a chest. However, there are a few issues. Graphics-wise, it does make me think of a PD game rather than a commercial release. There's definitely more than one occasion when I got killed in an annoyingly cheap way, and the controls, while okay, could be better. I would really love the ability to crouch and look below Nikki's level, too. Yeah. Overall, a fun platformer that has a lot going for it. Seven out of ten from Amigos Gaming Selection Committee Chairman Pixels of Dawn.
1: I think everyone that wrote in brought up great points. Yeah, and I would agree with the majority of them. Uh, it's a game that I mean, it's a it's a game that's not perfect. They were getting there, you know. Would you call listen? We'll, let's close the door on this thing. Like, would you call this? A, is this a hidden gem? Yes. Is it yes. good enough to be a gym? Absolutely.
0: I would call this a hidden
1: gem. I'm going to say this is a hidden gem, but the gem
0: is like a cubic zirconia. Uh, well, I mean, maybe a ruby or a sapphire, All not right. a diamond.
1: Let's see if it was worth that much uh, as a as a diamond. I looked nice this up segue. on the on the eBay here, boat. Uh, so believe it or not, there are copies of this out there, but they ain't cheap. Mm. Um, the cheapest one I found was 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. And this is you know, people are fishing. But we've had some real uh, Enterprising sellers. One guy was asking 500 bucks or best offer, Whoa. and one was asking had to buy it now for 173. I think this can be bought cheaper than 80 uh, if you nose around. You mm-hmm. can probably find it because I didn't see several copies of this over in the UK. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's worth 80 by any stretch of the imagination. But I sub stunningly, en- I've never. You know what? One of the questions was what game if you turn the corner on after this is it. Because when that opening came up, (laughs) I had the red pen in hand. I was going to crush this sucker. And ultimately, I actually enjoyed playing it, Boat. I'm not going to lie.
0: All right, Aaron. Let's leave Nikki Boom and talk about what's been going on on our YouTube channel this week.
1: So, we've had a pretty uh, interesting week this week, Boatster. We're going to start off here uh, with myself and the Brent, as we so often do. And, boy, we went back to what brought us to the dance uh, this week, as we took a look at the video pack slash Odyssey 2. Now, you know, we both grew up with the Odyssey 2. And you, me and you have had a, more than a few rounds on the old O2. Oh, yeah. So when this came up, I told myself, I was like, and Brent, I guess, was the same way. He's like, I'm going to try some stuff I've never seen. All right. And so that meant delving into the European scene a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. And let me tell you something. Boy, was, that was the right move. Yeah. So the Brent came up with this game that's called The Mousing Cat, uh, a very, uh, what would you say, avant-garde game mm-hmm. where you switch between playing a cat and a mouse uh, and try, one is an escape game and one is a catch game. It's got one to two players, uh, and it is real unusual. It's also got the most graphic scene yeah, of an 8-bit <laughs> cat eating an 8-bit mouse that you'll ever see in a you game. can't unsee it. Brent reveled in this, by the way. He thought this was great. I enjoyed this game. It's very unusual, but it was uh, it was good. Now, I think I had to clear winner this time around with Chez Maxim. This is a game where you play a waiter delivering food in a 3-4 French restaurant. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of fun. I really had a good time, and me and Britt speculated that this game would be great if someone were to take it and run with it. And lo and behold, Someone did. I got a message that night. It was that afternoon that we released this from Happy, Happy Coding. You'll remember him from International Computer Club. He also did Asteroids. He did that Christmas charity game. Mm-hmm. And in less than four or five hours, he'd already whipped up uh, what what was the bones to be a ZX Spectrum version. Incredible work. Incredible now, work. I'm not ready to show this on the show. Maybe we'll save it and do it on R. Sinclair. But this looks amazing. Um, you won't believe what Happy's been up to, and, and,
0: and porting the, this game over to the uh, the ZX Spectrum. I really love that art too. That's very. Uh-huh. Uh, that, it reminds me of a lot. You know, America. I don't know what it is about Americans, but we just we, we don't want to have good box art on our games. Yeah, the and box the, the, art the, is great. The yeah. Japanese box art, the European box art, it's all great. It's all I, great. I
1: told Brett, I'd love to have a, a shirt of that or a poster. It I'm looks on it. so good. On it. Uh, but anyway, if I would. I would love it if you would check us out. I really enjoyed this episode and I think we'll have more coming from this. It made me happy to see someone actually do what I wanted and actually went out and took the reins. And I had another person asking about doing it for the ZX next. Wow. So maybe we've shed some light on Shays Maximum. This is easily one of the best Ice Diggers ever played.
0: Now, did you record this video yourself off the mister? No, oh, I did not okay, record this. Was that was not me. Okay, yeah. Okay.
1: So next on the docket boat, and I'll let you take this one. It's a little thing
0: I like to call Super Sprint. Oh, that's right. Episode 2 of the Atari ST Show, the newest show on the Amigos Retro Gaming Network, has landed. And it's all about Super Sprint, that top-down racing classic from Atari. This is a really early game coming out in 1986. And it uh, came out only a year after the original arcade version. And uh, to me, it shows the power of the 16-bit systems. Because this is this is a game that you cannot pull off with this kind of graphical fidelity on an 8-bit machine. Uh, it is not you know shot for shot identical to the st version but if you were a kid and you played this in the in the arcade and you went home and you fired it up with the st in your mind's eye it would be the same yeah I, I really like this game
1: this game had everything going for it except for the controls I, I struggled mightily with the controls and from what the user uh, from what the listener review said that seems like the common issue with this. I did enjoy the uh, note that you got from the fellow that was converting this over to play was in a browser or mm-hmm. something. He had the real in-depth scoop, like when this was a ma- started work, being worked on. Right. Got a lot of inside uh, stuff on the game. And we had a lot of fun with this one. Uh, this was a another good game on the ST. Uh, so they're two for two. I've enjoyed both of them. And so I'm looking forward to seeing what we got next, Bo. That was That was a
0: good time. Absolutely. And that's coming up soon. So, Aaron, oh, man. this is yeah. the video of the week, right here. This, well, you know, so I guess I should sort of
1: tell the tale here. I was in a local, I was in a local magazine shop. I may have mentioned this. I can't remember when I did this. I may have mentioned this last week, but anyway, I found a magazine from 1982, 40 year old magazine. Uh, it was called Electronic Fun with Computers and Games, the first issue, and they won a lot of money for it. And I thought to myself, you know, this looks so good, and I've never seen it before. And these magazines are, I mean, this is one that is a broad spectrum of coverage. It does computers, it does consoles, and it's talking about the games at the time. They were contemporary. They weren't saying, like, remember back when the Atari had a a kaboom came out? This was like, hey, coming out next month, kaboom, or whatever. Mm -hmm. This was contemporary. It's hard to remember what that was like. This, This took me back. And so I made myself a deal. I said, self? You're gonna shell this money out like an idiot. You're darn sure you're gonna at least make a video out of this. And so that's what I did. I'm not a reader, I'm not a magazine reading guy, like a streaming type guy, but I thought I'm gonna get a whirl. And I did. And so what what this video is is me flipping through the magazine. I had to flip through it previously so I could get an idea of what was in it and look a few things up. I'm glad I did, because there's some real unusual stuff in this thing, including consoles that never made it seen the light of day. Uh, the, uh, the Commodore max, which I'd never heard of, and it's just mentioned a lot in here. Uh, so this was a lot of fun for me to do. It's been pretty well received. If you want to watch me flip through this magazine and, and I'm, mean, of course I'm talking the whole time cause I'm me, this might interest you. Uh, I think you probably would dig it if you're into the old stuff. I loved it. I did you, loved did it. you, did you, oh, you said down watch it. Good. Well, yeah.
0: I listened to it. Yeah, I'm an audio guy. <laughs> you didn't get to see the magazine with the audio you version. paint a picture in the mind's eye, Aaron. That's oh. your skill. <laughs>
1: You know, you've been a skill, too. You work seamlessly the art of baloney. <laughs> All right. So last but not least, there's a man. We mentioned him during the break. Uh, it's our good pal, Rob Flack O'Hara. This time out, you know, Rob does a show. He does Sprite Castle, as you know. He also does a show called You Don't Know Flack. He's mm-hmm. got a myriad of shows. He's like us. He's got a new show out called Like a Dos. Like a Dos. And so the Flaxster has been getting into the Dos. He's dipping his toe in the Dos, you know, taking a deep sip of the Dos. And so this game that he did on his play along this week on his streaming show was uh, The Incredible Machine. This is that uh, 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 crazy game where you have to complete tasks on the screen by putting together these zany contraptions with pulleys and strings and uh, flashlights and all this jive i remember playing this back in the game the day for about 10 seconds
0: and <laughs> i didn't wonder what
1: in god's name i was doing and i kicked this sucker to the curb but i've came back to it a little bit in recent years and fiddle with it did you play this one much? never
0: no, i I've, I've played actually i've played a game like it i can't remember if it was the incredible machine it was on a mac so i don't know if this oh, got a mac man. release or not but i've played games like this and i'm in the same boat as you when i feel like i've transgress from the fun category to this yeah. is work category because I felt like I was completing my master's dissertation. I was playing yeah. this thing.
1: I will say, I think maybe I enjoyed watching this game played more than playing it because I, I watched the stream last night and I did enjoy seeing the Flacker get in there and try to figure this out. Of course, he had the help uh, uh, from his throngs of fans that were in there helping him do the stuff and he was figuring it out. They were it getting see, excited. Yeah, it
0: seems like a fun game that you want to play with a group of people for sure.
1: Yeah. He looked. I think he looked at the first three. I believe he got finally ended up looking at. Uh, he played the first one most. So I think he looked at the other two, uh, and they they're it's a it's a very clever genre of games for a very specific type of person. Mm-hmm. I'm either too dumb or too impatient or a little bit of both to, to get into it. But Flack's not. And if you want to see someone take this game to school, Flack and his and his buddies. I'll get in there and go to work I highly recommend this one. I had a good time watching it. That is a Sprite Castle plays The Incredible Machine. That's all
0: we got, Boat. All right. Well, Aaron, we should also talk about the new podcasts that have dropped on the network this week. Yeah. So if you head on over to anchor.fm slash Amigos Podcast, you can check out all the shows we mentioned here, plus the new episode of Pixel Guide In. Yeah, I'm listening dropped.
1: to it right now. It's it's very good. I've enjoyed it. How far have you finished it?
0: I am all the way up to the point where it's tea time with
1: Tim. I just finished that. He goes to swag. Yeah. And it's funny because I don't know how far it is, this you've gotten, but a, a large chunk of tea time with Tim is, is his adventures with his electric car.
0: <laughs> Because, I have not, I guess like I, I haven't, sorry, I it's where I've left off.
1: Because so. <laughs> Sanction gets in his car. He's a big fan of the electric car, mm-hmm. you
0: know. He's got a cunning
1: plan, because I guess it's a couple-hour drive. He's going to stop this recharge joint and get breakfast. Mm-hmm. It is cunning. Right. He says he pulls in, he got four charging stations, he gets his car out, bam, one doesn't work. Gets the other one out, bam, plugs it in. It starts to work, then it says like there's an air, and then he unplugs it, like the whole car says, powers down. Oh boy! Oh boy. <laughs> and so he's like, uh oh, and so he's plugging it in and out, and he's you know turning it on and back off, and probably putting you know the the of uh, uh, gum wrappers between stuff, whatever he's doing. <laughs> Nothing's working, so he's got to call some roving dude. And in the inter, in the meantime, he goes to eat breakfast, and then the guy's like, "I'll be there like two seconds," so he has to cancel breakfast. He comes out. <laughs> The dude resets his car like a computer, fixes the car, and then, despite the fact he's late, it's never too late to go and eat the breakfast you canceled. So he goes back in and reorders. This was, the majority of the show was that. And for some reason, I found it highly amusing to hear this tale. There's
0: also the, uh, you know, I really like the, the way that they they round up the news. Basically, it's the news they care about, which is good, because it's the news that I care about. So you talk about the like, new Vectric stuff coming out, you know, new release, like the new uh, roguelike for the ZX Spectrum, stuff like that. So if you want a good mix of, you know, retro recollections, drinking beer, uh, tea time with Tim from across the pond, check out Pixel Guide In. If you haven't listened yet, give it a listen. It's over on the uh, anchor.fm slash. If you get the network feed, that has got all of our hosts. It's on there.
1: Yeah, it it's was good. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, and uh, make sure if you didn't catch the last episode of Like a DOS, which was on Rogue that's a good one, too. That's yeah. a great starting point. And for that uh,
0: according to Rob, who's in the chat right now, uh, the uh, new Leica DOS, which is going to be the Incredible Machine, is coming out tonight, late tonight or early tomorrow. You know what that
1: means. He's going to be a busy boy tonight. Boy.
0: Absolutely. He's going to be burning that midnight oil. Mm-hmm. Well, Aaron... As we wind down the show, we should take a moment to thank all of the fine folks who make this show possible, mm. and the best way to do that is through the old Patreon song No, that's challenge. the worst way to do it. It's always the it's best the way. It's the worst way to do it. Now, Aaron, you may recall last week, I did it live in person. Chattanooga choo-choo, Aaron. Glenn Miller. I will say Glenn it was Miller gutsy.
1: Extra. It was a gutsy cutsy. I wouldn't have done it.
0: <laughs> we, uh, you know, I was inspired by the Winfield Middle School Jazz Band who just performed that. You know, I watched that video. It was inspiring.
1: Well, those those lads, good they, job.
0: They, they, they. they Their director's
1: a big old geek. Listen,
0: up. who is that goof? I, I, I shuck and jive across the stage with? Uh, I you really need to look. change his clothes. Like I said, you need a zoot suit. Yeah, I do need a zoot suit uh rob o'hara number one with the bullet came in with the chattanooga choo-choo correct answer duncan styles got it mitsuyama andy craig and gary heather congratulations to all of you guys for getting it and if you know this week's patreon song challenge send me an email at john and amigos podcast.com if you know it you're in the chat don't answer in the chat send me an email instead this one comes from the boys from x copy it's the newest release aaron take it away
2: We like what we like, alarm Mr. Chip. Peter Price, Herman V. Wonderly S. Albert Kemp, Mark Richardson, RSN 8887, David Hunt, Chris Edwards. Ram okay, Ram okay. David Taylor, Jude Collins, Matthew Mobius, The Phantom Magnus, Seth Yates, David Z, Alistair Bean, Christian Russo, George Rosansky, The Amiga Show Bundy, Daniel Crabtree. Super fammy king Crazy Loomis, William Finterskir Olaf Ho Mark Byland, Hemski Heavy oh. Systems and Frag Lord David Lazaraptor Raptor Lane Denson, Alien Breeder Cowbird Boy John Cookbomb The bass Daniel Williams Luke Hudson Soul and size Attack Mage Jürgen Frodo Mr. Kola but not Lucas Jerry Dennington Zogler <laughs> Reflection Bites and candy, Gary a free lunch. Dave Marks, David Pickford, Cameron Armstrong, Andy Jones, love. Zombie Licker Lunch, Chicote, Alan Kebab, Creepy Dead Boy, Don Marshall, Daddy Perron, Ricky DeRosha, Biggie Slow, Nari's Edvin Helen, Stephen Sargon, Mortison, Christopher Hassel, Lawrence, Lou Gray, W. Becky, Adam Battersby, O'Brien's Retro and Vintage, Harry Hooker, Apple Harrington, Duncan Styles, Tapes from the Frick Josh Man, Bradley, Jonas Poole, THT, Eric Nelson, Daniel Bankson, Ravi Abbott, Chris folks Kim Tommy Humberstadt, Brutal Barracuda, Darren Coles, Jason wants Pixels at Dawn, Kyo Bjorn, Barman. <sighs> <laughs> All
0: right. Well, gutsy, gutsy. Yeah. The X-Copy on uh, firing on all cylinders. Actually we're not firing on all, all cylinders. Those drums were programmed in by Figgy because boss man, our normal drummer, he's the he's big boss daddy now with those two little girls. So. Yes.
1: Well done, boss
0: man. Um was- good job, good job kids.
1: boys. Well done
0: guys. Um so we also need to thank all the fine folks that are Twitch subscribers uh, to uh, our channel. Uh, we got a nice crowd here tonight, Aaron. Yeah. Lots of people enjoy watching us Friday. End your week with the Amigos. Crack open a cold one. Kick back. You can join the crew like Pixelrageus, Twilight Zoner, RetroRewind.ca, Jigglebox, Jost80, Luminate08, NegSol, Dave Velociraptor, Scumboy, Blow Jellyfish, Real Retro Dude, Explorer, Da Crabs, MTG, Texas Foosballer, Monza Mess, Beach bum 7 Amiga Live, Pints and Amiga, Yeet Sweats, The Mr. Chip, Uber scuba Diver, John Marshall 3, Tech Girl, Gunner Warhorse, Jason Warns, Blue Train, Mitsuyama, Wide World of Retro, Stummy7971, Still Adolescing, Frodo NL, 48K Ram, Lord Soup, Great Al G., Thurso Bard, Barkbit, Canadian Retro Things, Eor four oh seven seven, Chronosnet, back to eight bit with Hermski, Gary Heather, Salem OK two, H S E I Ken, Oil of Hope, and Orom. Thank you guys so much for subscribing to us on Twitch. It's almost like a whole other song. You're gonna have to do a whole album. Yeah, so, a ton of people. Thank you, everybody. Aaron, what we got on the docket for next week? Let's find out, shall we? And the winner is. Oh god,
1: no. Public wow, I didn't want to
0: see that one in the view. Oh man. Public Domania, Aaron. Now, do you know what games are actually going to be on the show? on I'm Public afraid Domania? to ask. What do we got there, Boat? All right. Well, I'm gonna pull it up right now. We got Top Hat Willie. <laughs> okay. Mm. And of course, the Immortal Classic Micro Bits. Is that what Squinted and no, it's it and saying it's actually microbes it looked like micro bits on the on micro the bits screen. is better microbes microbes and top hat Willie. aaron public domainia always a good time
1: those boats sound great boat
0: <laughs> all right aaron we're going to close this thing down thanks as always for watching guys we will see you next week and until then
2: adios, adios.